Barney and Friends Barney Simon Jacaranda FM Jack Randa, FM Barney and Friends, the Mission Butterfly on a Wheel. Very special guest tonight. And we are already on a – we've had a sip of wine already because, you know, Wayne Assey is the biggest red wine fan, and he still is after all these years, maybe because he's a Liverpool supporter. Just a sip. Yeah. How's it, Wayne? How are you? Good. Thank you. And you? Well, I'm very well. You're looking great, Barney, I have to say. Thank you. Yes. Well, I had a – Age is treated as well, hasn't it? <laughs> I had a problem. This Mission T-shirt – it's about 10 years old, yeah. and I could hardly get into it, it but looked, I got into it. It so. looks fine on you. <laughs> looks Listen, fine on you. Uh, you had to do a couple of shows in South Africa. We're going to get to that a little later on. But this show is all about your life. So we're going to start from the day you were born, and at midnight people know exactly who you are. Oh, and you've got some amazing stories to tell, being on the road, backstage, gigs you've done, enemies you've made, fights you've had. And, you know, you've got a, a, an amazing story to tell, and you remember this book. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, um, it's all lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start at the beginning. And I always ask my guests this question. Do you remember the day you were born? And that's a dumb question, but do you remember anything? No. <laughs> I, rem- I, do, uh, I was born on 26th of May, 1958, so my birthday is coming up shortly, and um, uh, pre- any presents will be gladly um, accepted. Um, 26th of May in Bristol. Um, and I was raised in Bristol, and uh, that's it, really. Um, Gemini, what else do you want to know? Uh, that's it. Uh, yeah. We'll speak again next week. No, I'm so just I kidding. Want, yes. no, I want to know, um, when you were like five, any, any good memories between, say, one and ten? There must be one good one and one bad one as a little toddler. And Well, I, I don't know if, I can't remember which side of my mouth it is, but I, I, I've got a little scar in the corner of my uh, mouth. It's not that visible, but when I was about four or five years old, I was playing in the playground and I swung the swing and then I looked away and the swing came back and hit me in the mouth. Ouch. Yeah, and I got taken to hospital and had to have three stitches. And um, I remember when, because I didn't cry at the hospital and the nurse said, oh, you're such a look good, you're such a good little boy, I'll give you a lollipop. And, you, and I've never had a lollipop since I've been to, all the times I've been to the hospital since. Now tell me your parents. Yes. Um, I wrote their names on you, Wendy and Arthur. Right? Yeah. Are they still alive or not? Oh yes, they are. Yeah, they are, actually. I was just with them. I was staying with them the last couple of days before I came over. Actually, oh, I flew great. over from Brazil to England last Saturday, and then stayed with my parents for a couple of days. What was it like growing up? Uh, your, your family unit. Any, any other brothers and sisters? Yeah, I've got two younger brothers and two younger sisters. I'm the eldest five. Okay, now well, we're a Mormon family. You know, I was raised as a Mormon, mm-hmm. so they don't they believe in procreation. They don't believe in contraception. So, um, mm. you know, uh, and uh, my mother and father do genealogy, and they're going back through all the old, uh, the old, you know, the, the old family history, and there's some big families there. You know, there are there's families with fourteen, fifteen kids. I mean, obviously, not all the kids survived back then, but there are really big families. You know. So it's it's it was a quite kind of a tradition in our in our family to have many kids. 
I uh, heard at school you were bullied and because you wore these funny little glasses. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you, uh, you weren't that big, you know. You were, uh, I'm uh, still not that big. <laughs> <laughs> You'll grow a little bit. But, um, I mean, what was it like? Uh, primary, we're talking about primary school into high school now. Um, uh, what was the vibe like at school? I mean, were you a loner? No, Did you have I wasn't a lot of really. Friends? I mean, I had a few friends. I mean, um, I remember in the 1960, coming up to the 1965 FA Cup final, and I was, what, six or, uh, six or seven at the time. And uh, it was uh, Leeds versus Liverpool. And um, on the playground in Bristol, we had to pick a team, you know, to support. And my best friend at the time, and I remember his name, is, is Clive Brewer. Uh, he actually, him and his family came from Liverpool. So in, um, um, in a show of uh, unity, I supported Liverpool with him. And I, I've, ever, I've since forever supported Liverpool. Because of Clive Brewer. And that summer, actually, he, he moved. So I never seen him, never heard from him again, never saw him again. But I remember his name. But I re- no, I just remember when I, I first had to start wearing glasses at school. It was, uh, you know, used to get called four eyes and goggles and stuff. But my, my gran used to work in the kitchens there making the dinners. So she used to come out and chase the boys away and look after her little grandson way. Was it uh, tough? I mean, uh, your parents, were they poor? Were they rich, middle class? I mean, what Work, were, Very working class. Okay. We, yeah, we lived in council houses and stuff. Mm. But it was, you know, I mean, it's what I knew. I didn't know any different. It was fine. I, 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 I look back at my childhood and think it was pretty good, good, mm. pretty cool. I was happy, you know. And uh, I think my saving grace really was that I was quite good at football. So the bully boys kind of left me alone. Yeah. What position did you play? I used to play kind of. It was number eight in the old days, inside right. You know, it's now all four four two and three five one mm. and all that kind of stuff. But I, was, I guess it's midfield, forward midfield. So you didn't play tennis and stuff like that at school or swim? Did you take no. part in swimming? Or- no, no, I can I can swim from about here to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, no, we've, uh, Adrian and Adrian and Graham were talking about golf earlier, and it was like. No, no, nothing. Nothing else. The only sport I've ever really liked is football. I, I don't mind the odd watching the odd game of snooker. I don't mm. play it, but I don't mind watching it. But that's about it. And then uh, you know, very uh, disciplined, strict upbringing. I mean, uh, when yeah. when did you hear music for the first time? Because I know you bought. I think it was a football uh, single that you bought. Yeah. You didn't buy, but you grew up. Uh, what did your parents listen to? I mean, that yeah, you well, remember, like on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And, well, this is the thing. My parents was—I mean, my parents were only—they were, were only nineteen when they had me. In the mm-hmm. both of them, nineteen. So they were still very young. And so during the sixties, that they were all—I remember having—they were into the Beatles and the Stones and the Kinks and the Walker Brothers and you know all the all the really cool sixties stuff. So they also they used to buy all the seven inches, and I still got a whole pile of the sixty seven inches that used to belong to my parents. And I love all that stuff. But um, obviously, I got a little bit older. Football felt, uh, uh, football took over. And then it was the first record I actually bought myself was the England World Cup squad in 1970. Made this awful record called Back Home. <laughs> so I spent my hard-earned pocket money on that. Have you still got it somewhere? I don't know if I have, actually. You have to look around. It's probably worth a lot of money now because vinyl oh. is making a comeback, as you know. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I probably threw it away when, when, when punk came along, you know. Oh, changed your life, huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, primary school uh, into into high school, uh, was it uh, tough for you? Be- I mean, did you go to – was it in the same area? Yes, uh, it was. It was literally just up the uh, up the street. I mean, mm. 
No, not really. I mean, again, it was being being in a school of two thousand plus students and being like one of three or four Mormons mm. was a little tough. But as I said before, being good at football kind of saved yeah. me. There were a couple of other kids there that weren't used to get bullied, and uh, they, they, you know, there were a few kids that tried to bully me. But because I was good at football, the the, the mm. cool kids kind of looked after me a little bit more. You know, uh, at church, did you sing in the choir? Uh, not really. I mean, I did sing. We used to have like local competitions amongst the church, local churches in there, and I did sing um, in little little groups, not the choir. And I played a little bit of piano and a little bit of guitar and stuff, you know. And the Tarzan story, the Tarzan yeah. story. Oh yeah, the Tarzan story was that was well, you, God, you know a lot. <laughs> You've read the book. I've read uh, the book. Yeah, no, well, that, that was a little earlier when I was uh, I don't know maybe ten or something eleven. There's the the holiday camps in England called Butlins, which were very popular in the sixties for families to go and and uh, it's very cheap holidays, and you go there and you have a little chalet and then you get entertained for the week and you know you have um, you go to, go to shows in the evening and they they have these little talent shows and one day they decide to have a Tarzan competition, and my mum still got the photograph actually I think I was number eight or number yeah in in, in line and I was a scrawny little thing you know tiny little thing no muscles but uh, sticking them out what i had and um but then they had to do you had to do a tarzan call my tarzan call was the best but i didn't win that with win the competition because i was just not tarzan like enough do you just want to do that quickly for us now after what 60 years and, what? and the tarzan call oh <laughs> You like red wine. Like, <laughs> oh, dear me. <clears throat> I think you need a sip now. Yeah. Listen, uh, Wayne Huss is here. 37942 at a cost of 1.50. It says, oh, my God. It is so good to hear this song. Where have you been, Wayne, from Sonia? Uh, I'm here, Sonia. <laughs> Where are you? Hello, Sonia. Where are you? We are at Monty until uh, midnight. And uh, you are more than welcome to pop along to the studio. Wayne will be signing some vinyls a little later on. Are you okay signing a Sisters of Mercy vinyl or a T-shirt? Or, well, uh, you know, yes. Um, if yeah, they pay. Of course, pay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't cost much. <laughs> and we've got some tickets to give away to the two shows happening this Friday and Saturday. Barnyard Ravonia. Wayne's going to be there with a couple of South African musicians as well. More about that later. We're going to talk about this song after I've played it. Have a listen. When you... Barney and Friends Barney Simon